You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. Hello, welcome again. Wonderful. It's good to be together. Thank you so much for joining us for service today, even online. Uh, I want to bring to you the Word of God. It's always a privilege to bring the Word of God to you. Uh, we'll be talking today about faith in God and faithful things. Okay, faith in God and faithful things. Um, the the walk with God is a walk of faith. The walk of a believer is a, is a walk of faith, or should I say, it should be a walk of faith, because the Bible says the just shall live by faith. Okay, we have been justified by the blood of Jesus. We've been made righteous by the blood of Jesus, and. Um, now it's up to us to walk by faith. And uh, it's, it's as you walk by faith that you begin to experience the things that God has promised you in his word. Okay, so faith in God, faith in God is vital. Now, um, I'll, I'll, I'll start by reading from the book of um, Hebrews. Okay, Hebrews chapter 6. In Hebrews chapter 6, we're told about the foundation doctrines. And uh, the first thing in, uh, in verse 1 of uh, Hebrews chapter 6, it says, Therefore, leaving the discussion of the elementary principles of Christ, let us go to perfection, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and faith towards God. Okay? So faith towards God. This is how we get saved. You cannot get saved without faith. You need to have faith in God. You need to exercise faith towards God if you're going to get saved, if you're going to experience salvation. So if you're born again, you have got faith in you. You've, you, you had to experience faith. Okay, You had to uh, walk or believe the gospel, put your faith and trust in God in order to be saved. So that's faith towards God. That's faith towards God. That's, that's great. And most people, um, most people have faith, at least most believers, let me put it that way, most believers have faith towards God. Faith towards God is not the problem. Where we have a problem a lot of times is how to use that faith to get God to do things, you know, in our lives. And that's where, that's where we miss it many times. So, I don't know if you've heard this before, but many times you say, oh, this person, you know, this person was a, a, a man of faith. But I don't know why this didn't happen in his life. Or I don't know why this happened. He is a man of faith, a man of great faith. Uh, many times they would say that. But... Um, there is a difference between faith in God, okay? Faith in God and faith for things, okay? So we're going to look at that a little bit in the, in the scriptures, okay? Now, let's look at Hebrews chapter 11. Hebrews chapter 11, um, verse, uh, verse 6. It says, but without faith, it is impossible to please God. All right? He says, For he who comes to God must believe that he is, and that he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So, 
without faith, it's impossible to please God. So if you are going to please God, you need to start walking by faith. You need to develop your faith. You need to, you need to grow in faith. All right? You need to grow in faith. If you are going to please God and then ascend to great heights, you need to be able to walk by faith. If you want to do great exploits, you need to walk by faith. If you want God to move in your life, you need to walk by faith. Just like it took faith for you to get saved. You didn't see God and then now say, okay, God, I'll give my life to you. No, you didn't. You heard the gospel. You heard the word of God preached. And you believed it. You put your trust in it. You put your faith in it. And then the Holy Spirit did a work in your heart through your faith in the word that you had. Okay, so that's faith uh, in God. Now, faith in God is important. But you need to also understand this. Anytime, if you go to God for anything, let's say you want an intervention in your life and you go to God, you need to go by faith. You need to go by faith. Now, what I've realized is that Oftentimes, when God is the one that takes the initiative, uh, you see that in the ministry of Jesus, there are people, many people got healed in the ministry of Jesus. There were, uh, most of them, Jesus would say, according to your faith. Your faith has made you whole. Uh, let it be unto you according to your faith. So there are things, um, there were people that got healed like that. They experienced the, the power of God in their, in their bodies through the ministry of Jesus. But you realize that there are some other people, nothing was mentioned about faith. I give you an example, like the guy, the, the paralyzed man that was at the pool of Bethesda. Jesus walks up to him and asks him, do you want to be, do you want to be made whole? The guy says, I have no one to put me in the water. Now, the question was, do you want to be made whole? All right? So, nothing is mentioned about the guy's faith. Nothing is mentioned about the guy's faith. Instead, we are told that Jesus walks up to him, asks him a question, which he, he, he didn't answer properly. But Jesus, notwithstanding, told him, take up your, your bed and go. No, take it up and walk. And that's how the guy got healed. So in that case, what we see is that um, he didn't need to have faith. Why? Because Jesus was taking the initiative and he was operating uh, by the uh, leading of the Holy Spirit. And we know Jesus said, I'll do nothing except that which I see my father do. Okay. So the father must have shown Jesus what to do. And Jesus goes there. He asked the guy a question and the guy is, is fumbling, you know, he's not able to answer correctly. But that notwithstanding, Jesus gets the man healed and the guy gets up and goes. And, and, uh, and uh, it, it was a great, a great miracle because he'd been there for, for 38 years. <laughs> Imagine. So, um, the man has been there. Why? Waiting for the stirring of the water so that he could get in, but of course he couldn't move. 
and all the people that have been taking turns to help him, there were people who were faster and they were getting healed. And he was there for years, didn't get healed. Now, in that case, the Bible doesn't tell us that the man had faith to be healed. But that notwithstanding, God healed him. Why? Because God was taking the initiative. God was the one coming to him. God was the one coming to him to work in his life. Okay? But now, the Bible is telling us here in Hebrews. Look at it again. It says, without faith, verse 6 of 11, it says, without faith it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is. All right? So when you are the one taking the step towards God, you must come in faith. That's what he's saying. You must come in faith. There's no other way to approach him. You must come in faith. He that comes to God must believe that he is. Now, I'm sure if I ask you how many people believe God is a good God, you believe that. You believe that. Many people would say. Many people don't have problems believing that God is good. Many people don't have problems believing that God is all-powerful. All right? He's an awesome God. He's omniscient God. We don't have problems believing that God, um, God knows everything and He can do anything. He's capable of anything, right? Yes. We don't have problems believing that. So, um, he that comes to God must believe that he is. He is what? He is who he says he is. He is who he says he is. You must believe that. All right? So, faith in God is great. But there is more to faith than just faith in God. That's what, I'm trying to, um, that's what I'm trying to communicate to you. There is a difference. So, sometimes you can have faith in God. You believe that God is who He says He is. But you still need to believe that He is also a rewarder. You see, you need to believe that He is a rewarder as well of those who diligently seek Him. So, you believe that God... God is who he says he is. Believe that God is capable of what he says he's capable of. You believe all of that. But then you need to go beyond believing that. To believe also that he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. So if you are seeking God. If you are seeking God for something. Or God, you know, maybe God has spoken to you about something and you are trusting God. You need to believe, number one, that he is. And number two, he is a rewarder. He's going to reward your faith. He's going to reward your search. When you search for, um, for the manifestation of God in your life, you continue to believe God. You continue to stand in faith, believing, putting your trust. You continue to stand. Believe he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. God is looking for diligence. He's looking for seekers, people who are seeking the best, seeking what he has for them. So sometimes we confuse um, uh, faith in God 
with what faith in what God will or can do. They're two different things. They're two different things. And so, and, 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 and it works. Their faith, I know, yes, it's one word, faith, but the applications vary so much. The applications vary so much. And it's up to you to look into the perfect law of liberty, the word of God, and see how the Bible um, guides us in the different aspects of how to apply our faith. Because like I said, you could apply your faith for salvation. The faith that, the way you apply your faith for salvation might be different to how you apply your faith for some other things. Okay, so but you need to, 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 to learn. Although it is the same faith, but the application could vary a little bit here and there. All right. So let's look at a few. Let, let's let's look at a few other um, instances. So you believe God. You believe that God is able. All right. You believe that God is able. Many people, many people heard about Jesus, and they believed that Jesus was who people told them he was. But they went further than that. They went beyond that. They went beyond that to also believe that he is willing and he's able and willing to change their situations. So we need to appropriate our faith like that as well. Because the mistake I've seen is that many people think, okay, because I'm born again, I have faith in God. I'm born again. Therefore, everything has been sorted. Everything has been sorted because I'm born again. And uh, yeah, that, <laughs> that, that is, there's no, no truth in that. Because yeah, the fact that you're born again does not mean that all the promises of God have been made available to you experientially. They've been made available to you legally. Legally by the word of God. But now to appropriate them, you need to learn how to use your faith for things. <laughs> you need to learn how to use your faith for things. What do I mean by things? Anything like, you know, um, let's say you want healing. You need to learn how to use your faith for healing. Healing is a thing. You, you want to use your faith to get certain promises of God to be fulfilled in your life. Those are things, you know. Um, let's look at let's look at the scripture in um, in Mark, Mark eleven, Mark eleven twenty three. Now remember what had happened here. Jesus had just cursed the fig tree uh, when they were going, and then the, the next day they were coming back, and Peter is shocked. He says, "My master, <laughs> this tree you curse has died." That's withered. And Jesus now makes a statement to them. In verse 22, he's, Jesus answered and said to them, Have faith in God. Have faith in God. All right? Great. It's great to have faith in God. But you must go beyond faith in God. 
All right, you must go beyond faith in God. Look at what it says in verse 23. For assuredly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things which he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. All right, so he says, have faith in God. Then he now goes to tell us or to show us how the faith of God works. If you speak to the mountain and you tell the mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea. And do not doubt in your heart. It says you have whatever you say. Okay. Then 24. Look at what it says. It says, therefore I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. Okay. Hallelujah. Whatever things. You see there. So there's faith in God. And then there's also faith for things. Whatever things you desire when you pray. Believe. Believe. That's what Jesus is telling us. So Jesus is giving us the basic principles of faith as, uh, as it applies to things. That's what Jesus is teaching us here. This, this faith he's talking about, it has nothing to do with salvation. This has nothing to do with salvation. This, is, this has to do with how you walk, how you work things out, how you cause things that God has spoken to come to pass in your life. So, therefore, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. Yeah. So, it's that simple, but sometimes we just need experts to complicate the word of God to us. Alright? So, Jesus said it. It's that simple, but you need to believe. Because I've heard some people say, you know, we need to, you know, faith, we, need, we, don't, we, shouldn't, we shouldn't use faith for things. We shouldn't, we shouldn't have faith for things. We should just use faith, you know, just use faith for salvation. Just use faith for spiritual things. It doesn't, it doesn't, Jesus didn't say that. Things means things. So it could be spiritual things. It could be material things. It could be physical things. Whatever. Faith works in the realm of the spirit as well as in the realm of the natural. So you can apply the principles of faith. But remember what we said before. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So you need to hear first. You need to hear the word. Then faith comes. Then you act based on that faith. Yeah. So whatever things you desire when you pray. So in the place of prayer. In the place of prayer when you pray. There are certain things that are deposited. God speaks to you. God speaks to your heart. In the place of prayer. There are things God has spoken to me in the place of prayer. And I'm still exercising my faith to see those things come to pass. Now, um, the manifestation might take a while. But the moment you, uh, the moment you, 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 you ask in the place of prayer, especially the principle of faith. This is actually a principle for the prayer of faith as well. So, the prayer of faith is different from other forms of prayer. Remember, there are many forms of prayer in the Bible. 
Okay, so here, this is the same principle that governs the prayer of faith. The prayer of faith is different from the prayer of intercession, for instance. The prayer of faith is different from the prayer of consecration. All right, prayer of consecration is different. Um, uh, prayer of consecration has to do, it's like what Jesus prayed in the garden um, Father, if it be your will, let this cup pass over me. That was a different kind of prayer. That's not a prayer of faith. The prayer of faith doesn't say, if it is your will, Lord. The moment you say, if it is your will, it has negated that prayer as far as faith is concerned. So you can't go and pray for someone and say, if it's your will, Lord, heal this person. You've missed, the, you've missed it completely when you do that. Okay, so you might believe God, you might have faith in God, but then when it comes to healing, and if you start praying and you're saying, God, if it is your will, heal that person, you've missed it because faith begins where the will of God is known. And so if you don't know the will of God, go and find out first. Go and find out first. And once you've found out what the will of God is, now you can exercise faith based on the will of God that you already know. You see? So, and that's why the, you, you never find a place where Jesus, uh, where someone came to Jesus to ask for help and Jesus said, well, you know, um, it is not my will. No, 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 no. You, you never find that. It's like in the case of uh, blind Bartimaeus, blind Bartimaeus comes to the Lord and says, if it is your will, let me have my sight. I want my eyes to open, if it is your will. You know? So, and of course we know what happened. Jesus healed him, right? Why? Because it's the will of God for his eyes to open. It's not the will of God for anybody to be blind. By the way, that's from the devil. Sickness is from the devil. There's no sickness from God. God doesn't have sickness in heaven, so he cannot place sickness on your body. To teach you a lesson or whatever. <laughs> We've heard religious people say some things. Some strange things that are not in the Bible. But what are we saying? Faith in God is powerful. So powerful that it got you saved. Salvation is the most powerful miracle. It's the greatest miracle is salvation. So if you were able to get saved, that means you have faith. And Romans, Romans 12 uh, three tells us that God has dealt to everyone the measure of faith. So you have the faith already in your heart. But now you need to know how to appropriate it. How to apply it to things. Okay. So. Um, uh, uh, yeah. So Jesus says here. That whatever you. Uh, whatever things you ask. When you pray. So, Pastor, are you saying I can ask God for a house? Why not? Why not? It is His will for you to have clothing and shelter. Pastor, can I ask God for food? Of course. You should. There's a place for that. But you need to know how to do it. Okay, you need to know how to do it. So, because some people kind of get so spiritual that they don't, they don't believe, look, you know, I, 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 I can't ask God for anything. Um, you know, some other people are more qualified. No, there's no such thing. If you are his child, you're qualified. 
If you're born again, you, Jesus shed his blood. You know, Paul says, if he did not withhold his only son, how much shall he not freely give you all things? So you see, all things, things, just say it, things. Faith for things. You can use faith for things. He gives all things to us richly to enjoy. He gives things. All right. So there's, 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 there's a big dis distinction between faith in God, okay, or faith towards God. Let me put it that way. Faith towards God. And faith for things. Alright? You're believing God to fulfill His promises in your life concerning things. Yeah, that's important. So, most of the time, Jesus, in the ministry of Jesus, He did things according to people's faith. He did things according to people's faith. Is God all-powerful? Of course. Can God do anything? Yes, of course. Will God do anything? Just Will God just do His will? Not without the involvement of man. Not without the involvement of man. Why? It is not His will that anyone should perish. How come there are people who are still unsaved? Why? Because... Man needs to be involved in executing the will of God. So it can be God's will and it might not happen. It might not happen. Why? Because man has failed in doing his part. It's not because God has changed his mind. So we have the impression that, oh, well, you know, um, uh, yeah, I prayed for this and it didn't happen. So I guess it's not God's will. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. You need to go further. There might be some other reason for that. Not because it is not God's will. Because God's will requires man's involvement. So far as the earth is concerned. And I know God is sovereign. God is sovereign and all of that. Yes, I know that and I believe that he is sovereign. But I also know that he has given man. He has given man um, responsibilities on the earth. So you need to open your heart to receive, um, to receive what God is saying. And then you also need to know how to apply God's word concerning your life. Okay? So that's why you found that some people can have strong faith in certain areas and then they'll, have, they'll be weak in faith in certain areas. Why? Because they have not developed those muscles. Those, you know, somebody once said that faith is like a muscle. You use it. The more you use it, the, you know, the more it develops. So, um, you, if, you, if, if you look at that, if we use that analogy, you see that um, it's possible for you to have, you know, your upper body develop, the muscles up here develop, and down here, uh, your lower body is not developed. Or you have your lower body developed, but the upper body is not developed, and so on. So, it's the same thing with faith. 
So you have to learn to use your faith for finances. Learn to use your faith for divine health and healing. You need to learn to use your faith for protection. You need to learn to use your faith for freedom, for deliverance. You need to learn to use your faith. All these areas. You need to learn to use your faith. Apply your faith. So in other words, you don't just resign and say, oh, well, what will be, will be. You don't just resign and say, well, because I'm saved. I believe in God. I believe in God. Therefore, everything has been sorted. I wish it were like that, to be very honest. I wish it were like that, but it is not like that. It is not like that. You have to wake up every day and still believe God. You wake up every day and still trust God. You see, you wake up every day and still exercise your faith. That's why the Bible says, the just shall live by faith. The just shall live by faith. Faith is fundamental to walking with God. It's fundamental to living the Christian life. Without faith, it is impossible. There is no way you can do it. All right. So, uh, yeah. Let's look at another scripture. I want, to sh I want to show you something. Let's look at uh, Matthew. Let's look at Matthew. In the case of uh, faith, faith for, for things. Hmm? Matthew chapter 9. And I'll read verse, verses, uh, from verse 27. It says, When Jesus departed from there, two blind men followed him. Crying out and saying, Son of David, have mercy on us. Now, two blind men, okay, they're crying out. They follow Jesus, crying out, Son of David, have mercy on us. All right? And when he had come into the house, the blind men came to him, and Jesus said to them, do you believe that I'm able to do this? They said to him, Yes, Lord. Then he touched their eyes, saying, According to your faith, let it be to you. Okay. Can you see that? And then the Bible says, And their eyes were opened. And Jesus sternly warned them, saying, See that no one knows this. <laughs> but when they had departed, they spread the news about in all the country. <laughs> oh my, oh my. Very interesting. Now, these people obviously had faith in Jesus. Because you can see that they're calling him, son of David, have mercy on us, have mercy. Why did they ask for mercy? Because they know that the healing will be a product of God's mercy. So they knew. They've heard about Jesus. And they are shouting and saying. Have mercy. Son of David. Somebody might have told them. Look. The son of David is here. Remember David was in the Old Testament. David was the only person. That casted out demons. Using, you know, using his harp. Music. We don't hear of anyone, demons, living people. It's, it was David. Now Jesus comes on the scene and he begins to cast out demons. So they immediately see, this is the son of David. 
This guy is able to do great things. So these people came, son of David, have mercy on us. And when they came, I want you to notice the question Jesus asked them in verse 28. Do you believe that I am able to do this? Okay? I am able to do this. Do you believe? He didn't say, do you believe that, uh, you know, that God, God, God is so powerful, that I'm so powerful. Okay, fine. You believe. All right, you believe, you believe that I'm able to do this. Do you believe? They said, yes. Then he says to them, he, he touched their eyes and said, according to your faith, let it be unto you. So the true test that you believe is going to manifest. And Jesus touches their eyes and says, let it be according to your faith. Let it be according to your faith. He touches their eyes. You know, and the Bible says their eyes were opened. Do you know that Jesus didn't say, according to my power? No. No, no, he didn't say that. Do you believe that I'm able? In other words, you believe I have the power, I have the ability to do this? Yes. Okay, now, according to your faith, according to what you have Targeted your faith for. Let it be unto you. Alright. So the faith was for their eyes to be restored. And they got healed. You can use your faith for things. You can use your faith for healing. You can use your faith for you know, provision. You can use your faith. For anything. If you're going to do great exploits. If you're going to do unprecedented exploits. You need to learn to walk by faith. Yeah. Learn to walk by faith. Because if you don't walk by faith. If you don't learn to walk by faith. And exercise your faith muscles. Start believing God. Start trusting God. And you're not going to see great things. You're not going to see the power of God in your life. Hmm? So, yeah, we have faith in God, but we also need to believe God. Learn to appropriate our faith for things as well, for things to manifest. You need to believe God that He is able, and not only able, that He is willing, okay? Willing to make things better for you. Believe God for that. Trust God. Hallelujah. And I know, I know that God is at work in your life. I know that God is, is tearing something in you. What has God spoken to you about in the past? What has God revealed to you? No, in that place of prayer, okay, maybe God spoke to you. Maybe as you're reading the word, maybe as you're reading the word, God began to show you things. He began to show you things in his word and says, I'm going to do this through you. I'm going to do this in your life. You're going to do this for me. Guess what? Faith has come. Hallelujah. You believe God spoke to you? Yes. Then step out and start, you know, walking by faith. Walking by faith. 
Don't focus on what you are seeing, your circumstances. Don't focus on your circumstances. Don't focus on your situation. The pandemic has caused many, many people's faith to really shake. Let me tell you, it's time to get back to the place of faith again. Revive your faith. Let your faith be revived. And you stand and you walk with God confidently, one step at a time. One step at a time, believing God, trusting God. Hallelujah. Faithful things. Let me show you one more scripture. In John chapter 14, um, Jesus said something here that I, 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 want you to, I want you to appropriate your faith for this. He says in John 14 verse 12, he says, Most assuredly I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also. And greater works than these he will do, because I go to my Father. Now, look at that. The works that I do, he who believes in me. So, faith in Jesus, if you go further, then you can now appropriate your faith to do things for God. You can, you can appropriate uh, faith to raise that company, that business. You can appropriate faith to raise that church. You can appropriate faith you know, to, 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 do, to do great things. And obviously here he's, he's talking about the kind of miracles he did. The kind of works he did. He's saying that if you exercise faith, you will be able to do the same thing. You'll be able to do the same thing and even more. So Jesus healed the sick. You will heal the sick. Jesus raised the dead. You will raise the dead. Jesus, I mean, all the things Jesus did. Basically, he says, if you have faith in me, you can do that. You have what it takes. It's the same faith. That Jesus used to operate. Now you've got it as well. You've got it. So you can now begin to use it. There's nothing you cannot do. If you are walking with God. Just be sure you hear him. And then walk out with confidence. Hear him. You know I'm not talking about assumption. No, no, no. I'm talking about hearing God. And stepping out in obedience to what God is saying. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory, glory, glory. I think we need to, to stop here and let's trust God. I want you to trust God. You can do great things. You can do great things for God. You can do great things. You can impact your generation for God because of the faith that is in your heart right now. If you will develop it, if you will develop it, Watch and see what God will do through your life. Amazing. Let the world not remain the way you met it when you came. By the time you exit this world, let there be footprints of the things that you have done. Let there be evidences. You know, they say footprints on the sands of time. Let people look back. Let books be written about the exploits of your faith. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Father, I just thank you. I bless your name. Thank you for every single one. 
every single one listening to me, I speak, let there be a staring, oh God, in their hearts. Stir up the faith, my Lord and my God. I rebuke every spirit of doubt. I rebuke unbelief in the name of Jesus. Let the spirit of faith rise up, mighty God, so that they can rise to greater heights by faith. Thank you. I give you glory, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Now, if you're watching and you've not given your life to Jesus, I want to um, invite you to pray with me to surrender your life to Jesus. I'll, I'll pray and then you repeat after me. Okay? Just say this after me. Say, Dear God, I thank you for sending Jesus to die for me. I believe in my heart that he is Lord and I confess with my mouth Jesus come in save me make me a new person forgive me my sins cause me to love what you love and to hate what you hate thank you Lord Amen now let me pray for you Father I pray for my brother pray for my sister right now I ask in the name of Jesus that your hand will come upon them. I speak and I ask for manifestations. And the realities of the new creation. And the manifestation of your kingdom in their lives. In Jesus name. Amen. Wonderful. So great being together. Tune in again. Same time next week. And talk to people. Share the message with people. With your friends and loved ones. And uh, we'll see you next time. God bless. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.